Hey everyone, welcome to Our Kind of Homesteading. We're your hosts, Sherry. And Shauna. And today we're talking about birthing. Not humans, but animals. (laughs) Specifically. (laughs) We don't want to hear your stories, Sherry. (laughs) I have five of them, so are you sure? (laughs) Yeah, we're positive. (laughs) Um, Specifically goats, that's kind of what we do here the most. Yeah. And so we have quite a bit of experience. I think we've birthed probably... Oh gosh. Several hundred. Yeah. At least baby goats. So yeah. So let's get into it. Um so first of all, when a lot of people I I think they have like a um misconception of the animal, they're like they're animals and they can have babies, like they live out in the wild, they're fine. But you have to remember that these are domesticated animals. They're not like, you know, and even wild animals, even like humans, they you know, you run into issues, right? Like, you know, that's why you have to go and, you know, some people go to the hospital and you have to, like, do all the doctor things because they, <laughs> you know, shit happens. So Yeah. Well, I mean, even with, like, a home birth, like, you have someone there assisting you just in case things go awry and you need a little bit of help. Yeah. So, obviously, the same with goats. And I, and I feel like the dairy goat breeds, because they're bred for specific looking things um if you ever show goats for 4-h like they they you know they want them really small in the back but then having nice udders and they just want specific confirmations and stuff like that right right and so um i feel like it almost makes it harder sometimes for them to give birth but i don't know that's just my my yeah no i think i think um and that goes for like you see that in dogs too not necessarily birthing but like I, I want to like say breeding like problems exactly in, in certain breeds of dogs exactly with like the and dog. I don't want to say inbreeding but just I guess just they breeding for certain characteristics causing problems elsewhere exactly because of it exactly because yeah. because the genetic pool is small smaller than it would be in like a wild setting correct yeah 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 are you following us <laughs> come on keep up okay so um so goats, occasionally, they do, are going to need help. We don't want to scare you. And in any animal, they're going to need help sometimes. You know, if you raise cattle, I'm sure you know that sometimes you have to get your tractor out there and tie a chain up to it and <laughs> to the calf and pull them by the back legs. You know, it's like traumatizing AF. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the craziest things. I've seen people actually like when a cow is having difficulties laboring and they need to get the calf out, they like will legit like tie like a chain, a chain around these poor baby's feet you know half its feet are sticking out and something soft takes like two freaking adult men to like (laughs) you know a velvet I don't think that would be very sturdy yeah it's yeah I don't know anyways it's crazy so again and and you know but then again most cows you know they're just out there in the pasture pop out those babies and Mm -hmm. they're good right so not trying to scare you just being realistic and being prepared is like really like it will make you feel better if you're prepared so that's what we want to help you if you are doing goats we are going to touch on pigs as well um for you anybody that is planning to raise pigs um so the goats once you have you need to know basically how long the gestation is for any animal that you know, like even if you have like eggs in an incubator, you need to know like how long the just ah, gestation can't talk is for that um, for those eggs. So for um, and with the goats that is it ninety? What is the goats gestation? One hundred and forty-five. Oh, yeah, I think it's I'm like, like you it's need either, to know this. It's either one hundred and thirty-five or one hundred and forty-five. It's yeah. somewhere around there. So once you know when your goats are bred, and you can 
like tell like when their udders getting bigger and when they seem like a little bit more like you know obviously their bellies are bigger you need to move your goats into a an area that is set up for them like a birthing pen um, that's somewhere that you can enclose at night so if they do have the babies when you're not there that they can be safe and enclosed and have everything they need they need obviously fresh water and they need fresh shavings and all that jazz if you're if your goat's delivering in the winter they need a heat lamp like depending on you know your climate stuff like that so um, they're just like moving your goats away from the rest of your herd is ideal because so the goats um, and even some sheep they can be like I know like if depending on how big their area is, obviously it would also matter. But with the goats, they can be kind of brutal towards each other. And if there is one more dominant, they might push that baby around or even hurt the mom when she's like really pregnant. So you need to um, be careful. But when you are moving your goat into a separate birthing area, you we have to remember, we've talked about this before, but they are herd animals. So if you move them by themselves, they are going to be crazy. You have to send them with a friend, a nice friend, a friend that won't beat them up or beat their babies up, a friend that is like polite. Yeah. And so <laughs> I always look for the friend that I put my birthing doe with is always usually the most, the least dominant in the pat in the group, right? Um, varies a submissive goat that's going to basically stay away from those babies, stay away from that mom. And she's there as a buddy, but she's not going to be obtrusive and in the mom's face or trying to butt those babies when they're brand new. Because even though, like, that's a risk, obviously, like Shauna said, you I mean, you can't just throw a, a goat in anywhere alone. It, she, she'll be freaking out the entire time. And then that is very stressful, and that's bad for her, bad for the babies. Blah, blah, blah. And it would suck for you to have to listen to a goat screaming its head off. Right. And I mean, again, again it's... Think of the friend as like a doula. <laughs> Here's your doula goat. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you have a designated doula goat. That's that right. That goes with all of yeah. your... Yeah. And you know what? Once she does it once, she'll be an like, old hat to her. She'll be like, I got this. Yeah. I'm the doula goat. I'm here for a purpose <laughs> of a reason. Um, so yeah. So we... Um, have we both actually have some Nigerians that are due any day now yeah. so we'll get you pictures and we'll let you know when that happens but like we were just watching Sherry's goat out there and she looks like she's at the beginning stages of labor like the pre-labor as as it's called um, and that can last for like 12 hours or up to 12 hours so it's pretty long so but this is not pushing and that, yeah we're not talking active labor we're talking like a pre-labor like her body is getting ready you might feel her in the back end of her where her tail begins um, her ligament softening and that just means um, her muscles are essentially softening for her cervix to open and you know give birth um, those kinds of things now when a goat is starting to push an active labor that can only go on for about 30 minutes you cannot let it go on longer than that if she has not, if you do not see anything happening after 30 minutes, and I usually, honestly, I, I go for like 20 just to be on the safe side. I'm not going to let her push for like 30 freaking minutes. That's never happening. Well, then it's almost too late because then yeah, you exactly. don't have time to get, if you need, if you're not prepared to go in and help the baby get out, then you need to get somebody there. And then that obviously takes some time depending on right. you know, where you live. Exactly. So, so if you, if you're getting a friend or a vet there, you need to be, okay, my goat's been pushing for 15 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and call someone. 
just to be on the safe side. And if your friend comes and then the babies are end up, you know, the goat ends up having her babies, okay, oh well. You know, you're better safe than sorry. Give her friend some eggs or a jar of honey and like call it a day, right? But, mm. you know, then your the friend or the vet is there, uh, you know, just in case and on time. You can't wait for 30 minutes and then call someone because then it's way too late and those babies are most likely going to have problems and or, you know, die, unfortunately. I think we're getting a little too luxury. Are we? Are we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, lighten you're, it up, Shauna. Yeah, lighten it up. You, you sound very much like you're in your zone right now, and you're just. <laughs> I am. I <laughs> fine. I can't, I can't. I can't be in a zone, people. Yeah, she's like, this is what you need. Let's like remember the LGD post. We had to redo that one. We did. Do you want to redo this one? I don't. Okay, no. stop. Okay, I'm gonna lighten the mood. We need to like set the mood in here. We need some we nice need some soft music. music. Yeah, everybody's relaxed. It's cool. That was put me to sleep. We need other kind of music. Yeah, we're not trying to scare you guys away from breeding goats. Like uh, a lot of the time, it goes fine. But sometimes, like we said, shit happens, and you we want you to be prepared and we want you to feel like you at least know a little bit what you're doing the first a couple times and even now like when our goats are giving birth it's always kind of like okay like is everything gonna go fine and like you worry about like your kids and because the kids want to be there watching it which I think is a great experience for the kids yes yes but then if something something goes awry and they get upset or the mom's like screaming because the baby's like positioned wrong or something and then you're just like oh my god (laughs) oh and there and like so yeah um but so we have a um, that Sherry's going to talk about is a birthing kit that we always have ready for our goats. Um, and it sounds like some people might think that it's excessive, but it again, it's being prepared. It's having all the tools you need in one place that if something does happen, you're ready to go. And then you don't have to worry that about like where are the towels or where's the KY jelly. Yeah, that's what I said, KY jelly. So <laughs> super exciting things. It's in not your that kind of podcast, Shauna. <laughs> not that kind of podcast so okay so for your birthing kit we always put in okay so betadine that is going to be for dipping umbilical cords once your babies are born that's going to be you know obviously you're just making sure their umbilical cords are kept clean and sanitary not going to get infected that's after the mom already obviously this is after the babies are born the babies are born and the mom will like clip the will yeah and and you know sometimes the mom will clip the umbilical cord sometimes not that's why you also in your birthing kit have a pair of scissors Mm -hmm. just in case you have to cut um if the mom is in an excess amount of pain or you have other babies coming out quick lots of different reasons so scissors in your birthing kit betadine also towels um we use like old towels or just old rags obviously clean but old because you most likely will be throwing them away afterwards. The old the towels are for when your babies are coming out. Most times goats will have more than one. And sometimes it can happen very quickly. And, you know, one baby comes out and you put it in a towel. The next baby comes out and there's another towel and, you know, it goes well. And then you can, then you can get that baby nice and dried off and clean and help the mom out a bit. They're, they're super, like, slippery, you know, like, you know, like any <laughs> newborn thing is. You know, you're trying to hold on to, like, a bar of soap and – uh, so th- we, we had this one, my dad, okay, we love him, but, uh, he gets distracted easily. <laughs> and so we had him like holding a baby goat that was just born and the mom's like pushing and he's cleaning off this goat or whatever. And then, but he's like standing in the living room and the TV's on. So he gets distracted by the TV and, and <laughs> always so, and so TV, like, like we always, whenever my mom would give him like a bowl of soup, he'd, she'd be like, you sit down with that because if he gets distracted, like the soup just starts to tilt because like he's whatever, a toddler. like, yeah, like he's a child. You sit down with that. And like, you know, and then he'll end up dropping his soup. And so of course 
he ends up dropping this baby goat because he's not paying attention. The goat was fine. But we we did name him Zupa, which is <laughs> Italian for soup because my dad's Italian and we thought it was appropriate. Was it a Z year too? I don't I don't remember. We we used to have to name our, our baby goats um like in alphabetical order. There'd be an A year, then the next year would be B year. You know, you're following along, right? Okay. So we'd have to do that for or we don't have to do that, but we did do that for show purposes when we were doing the show circuit and um it was just easier when you were like, "Oh, that's I can't even think of any goat names now." That's whoever, that's Daisy. She's a D year. So that was however many years ago. So she, this is her, you know, she's right, however, right. however old. So it was just like easier at the time. Even though I never understood that because like I never, how am I supposed to, you want me to memorize when every letter for each year is supposed to be? Well, like it always you know, weirded me out. Well, if you know you're on like whatever, then you're like, oh, that's three years ago. So she's, you know, three years old. If you know you're on like, oh, it's. Uh, I thought it was lame. Okay. Yeah, lame. Super Sherry lame. Sherry hates the alphabet. I hate it. I hate it. I, I hate it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, getting back to your birthing kit. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have betadine. You have mm-hmm. scissors. You've got towels, clean towels or rags. Um, you're also going to have an aspirator. Uh, think of what you use for a little human baby to clear their nose or their throat. Um, you use the same thing. And to, to, when your baby goats are born, to clear their mouth. They're going to have so much freaking gunk in their mouth. It never fails. And it's super helpful to stick that aspirator in there and suck it all out. Make sure, obviously, you press the aspirator down and then stick it into the baby's mm-hmm. mouth and then let go. It sucks everything up and take Common it out. Common sense is necessary. <laughs> Just wanted to put that out there. And then... Um, the molasses. Yeah, so we always put molasses in our birthing kits it gives we give that to the moms either in water yeah in water we but i think it's like probably what i don't know half a cup yeah half a cup to, to like i don't know four cups of water uh-huh. and and if it's cold out we use warm water if it's hot out we'll use cold water and the mothers just suck it up it gives them a huge boost of energy and they i've never seen a goat who didn't like molasses water yeah and it's really good for them it's like imagine like you know a human (laughs) sugar i mean but in that you know obviously after giving birth and losing so much stuff right yeah it's helpful very helpful okay also in your birthing kit garbage bags and paper towels this is going to be when when and if you need to clean the babies off a little extra and then you want to toss everything away in, in your garbage bag nice and handy. Um, and the last thing is KY jelly. Shauna hit on earlier trying to make a crude joke about it. So nothing <laughs> crude about it. It's in case you do need to go in and help your goat out. You need to remove all your rings. You need to make sure, sure your nails are clipped Don't beforehand. Don't want to lose your diamond ring inside Don't your Don't want to lose your wedding ring inside your goat's <laughs> vagina. Not so fun. You're like, ah, damn it. Nobody Where likes is that. that? Including your goat. <laughs> so no rings, no nails. And then you're going to put KY jelly all over your hands. Obviously clean I, hands. Usually, You can put the... Um, Betadine. Thank you. Yep. Betadine on your hands first. Yep. Um, if you're like in a hurry and you're yep. out there and your hand and you and haven't you're washed in an your emergency. hands, and right. it's like an emergency exactly. You would just put the betadine and like scrub, 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 scrub with the betadine because yep. that will and you know clean your hands exactly. And then you put the the KY, KY jelly jelly over that. Yeah, over that, and that's obviously you know going to be more ease of use when you're trying to help your goat you know pull a baby out. Obviously, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, so that's everything. And we just keep ours either in like a plastic little crate or like a little bucket of some sort. Whatever you have handy, it doesn't matter. 
ours usually doesn't even have a lid on it. And then we just keep it out by the goats. We usually keep it on our deck. Um, we have the goats right off of my parents' house. There's a big pen area. So I just keep ours on the deck. And it's nice and handy when you need it. And if it is winter time, your goats will always want to deliver in the middle of the night on the coldest night <laughs> when you are already in bed and you have to go out there, you know, in your slippers and your pajama pants and it's freaking freezing. If your goat is delivering in the summertime, it's going to be the hottest day of the year in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> They're going to be in their pen somewhere where there's no shade. Right. Okay. Seriously. I'm helping you out. <laughs> or like in a, I don't, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> Why? Why do they do that? It's like the weirdest thing. If they deliver in the winter. It's their way to get back on you. Being like, you did this. You did this. Where I'm in this position because of you. You will sit here in this sun with me. I would too. I'd be like, F you, buddy. Seriously. Yeah. You're taking one for the team. Yeah. So um, the position that the baby goat should be in is their front feet. the, The ideal position. Let's say that. Yeah. Is their front feet. And then they'll look like like a long little baby goat. So front feet, their head, their body, and their back feet. That's how they would come out, like whoop, and they'd like slip out of the birth canal, right? So when you run into problems is when they're not in the perfect position, and it happens. Sometimes another goat is um, might have died and is in the way. Um, you know, just shit happens, like I said. So sometimes they will be breech, which isn't horrible because you can get the back feet out it's just a little bit harder than going the front feet and so you might have to pull a little bit on the back feet to get them out Um, and then sometimes their legs their front legs can be tucked under them which that one you gotta go in and try to get those legs out from under them and pull them forward so that the goat can slip out so you're gonna have to go in and feel around and feel like okay there's the head the legs aren't there where's the leg pull up one leg pull up the second leg and go in and then once that um if their sack is broken they don't have a really long time before they just can't breathe so well, actually so if their umbilical cord is still attached which it usually is they actually can live for quite a little while I think we already talked in a previous podcast about um, my one goat, we had to have a C-section. She was a pygmy, bred to a Nubian oh, yeah, yeah, accidentally. Yeah, uh-huh. We thought she was, the baby was going to be a goner because her little front feet were already out. But we, I just, we couldn't get her out. The The mom was so, so tiny. So we rushed her up to our vet and it had already been a good 15, 20 minutes. By the time we got her in the car, the vet is at least 30, 35 minutes away. And then by the time he had her yeah, I guess it is finally cut open, you think. it was, I mean, it, I mean, this was... Probably an hour later. Yeah. And she was right as rain. Still alive to this day. Perfectly right fine. As rain. Kind of a brat. Yeah. yeah. That, so, so, yeah. A lot of the cord. Still attached. Yes. Uh, but sometimes the goat will come out. And even if they haven't had any difficulties, um, or if you have, and they just aren't breathing well, um, and you think like... they're My dad has given mouth to mouth to a couple baby goats to try to get them to breathe. So, like, you know... It happens. But the the thing that you need to do with goats when they have a bunch of junk in it is called swinging the kids. Um, it's not as fun as it sounds. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't think of pushing your kids on, on a swing. I'm not sure if you think that's fun or not. Sometimes you're in the heat. You're like, can I not do this? It's like, okay, so like, do you want to explain it? Yeah, you, so you have to hold your – so put your hand – I'm going to try to explain this. I'm l- using a lot of um, 
hand signs hand gestures yes. that you can't see but you have to put <laughs> your hand under the baby goat so you're kind of cradling their head in your hand and your arm is like between their legs right does that is that is a good visual yes okay yeah. and then obviously they're slippery so you want to try to hold them with your other arm and then you swing back and forth you mean hand hold them with the other hand ha- sorry other hand yes and then you swing quite violently back and forth and then that helps all the crap come up from their lungs and they'll cough that out and sometimes they haven't been breathing and that will get them to breathe and then you can do that a couple times and use the aspirator but swinging kids we have done a bunch well okay and I feel like swinging might be a little uh, miscommunicated so like when I'm swinging a baby I will I'll bring it up like almost to where my head is so they're basically, their head is pointed to the sky and then down very quickly. And then up it again, down very yeah. quickly. Yeah, that, and so think of like, job. think of you're getting all, like Shauna said, you're getting all that crap that could be in their lungs out. And then and then you take the aspirator when you think you hear them a little bit gurgling or coughing, take your aspirator, aspirate their mouth quickly, then swing them again, aspirate their mouth quickly, swing them again until you, you feel like they're, okay, I'm breathing, I'm coughing, I'm good. And we've done that on babies. When we see them, after we've tried to aspirate and then when we see them still really not taking deep breaths and they're kind of limp and kind of, okay, something's wrong, you you swing them and they're usually fine. It really does work really well. It does. It's and like, don't be afraid that you're going to hurt the baby as long as you don't hit them on, with anything yeah, <laughs> like on the like ground their head or on the like, ground, like next to a pen or I don't again, know. common sense is a must. Common sense is a must. But as long as you, they're not smacked with anything accidentally – like babies are baby goats. I think baby anything are very very. What's my word? You know they're not fragile people. They're not fragile. I know the word, but it's not actually <laughs> forming into an actual we're, word. We're both having a no word day. We, I, we I feel like we say that often. <laughs> it must be like a Tuesday thing. <laughs> Maybe we should change the day that we record podcasts. Yeah, we record on Tuesdays, so <laughs> apparently it's not great for us. Um, oh. Yeah. So, and then I forgot what I was going to say. I was like, oh, we need to talk about that. Now it's just out of my brain. Out of my brain. We're talking about swinging kids. Oh, so after your babies come out and hopefully it goes well and you don't have to get involved and you watch it and you're like the miracle of life. I love it. You're crying. Everyone's like emotional because <laughs> it is quite amazing. And then. <laughs> on the miracle of life. Yay. <laughs> and then, um, you know, your baby goats will naturally you know get up on their little legs sometimes they're laying there and they're all like woozy because they just you know fell out of a birth canal and sometimes the goats won't lay down lay down they'll stand up and give birth so either way is fine obviously they'll have a little bit of a drop but they're fine and then yeah um, have you ever seen how far a baby giraffe has to drop their moms don't lay down they, <laughs> they literally drop like 10 feet or more yeah it's insane Sucks. Sucks. and they survive sucks to be a baby giraffe <laughs> um and then they'll get up and they'll naturally want to go and start nursing and this is where they'll get the colostrum and i know most people have heard that word before but this is very important Colostrum is important. If you're pulling your baby goats, if you're like, I'm going to bottle feed my baby goats because I want to be up at all hours of the night and I don't want a lot of sleep for the next several weeks, then you need to make sure you're milking that. (laughs) That is exactly what it is, though. (laughs) Like, honestly, unless you have to, meaning like unless the, the, the doe, your mother goat, is not wanting to take those babies. She doesn't want to nurse them. She's like, what the heck are those things? Get those away from me. Mm-hmm. I would not suggest pulling babies. Yes, it makes it more personable, but like just go in the pen. Spend time with the baby goats because the other thing is, honestly, realistically, I think it's very, very mean because like when you pull baby goats on their mom, they just, they scream and cry. 
And that, the mom and wants it's very her sad. Baby. They want their babies, and they worked and hard they, for those yeah. babies. That's not nice. I don't like. I, I beat the I crap out it. of someone who tried to take my baby. Right? Know, You're exactly. like that's not nice. Um. Yeah, I prefer leaving babies yeah. with moms for multiple reasons. But sometimes, especially if it's a first freshener, which means it's their first time having babies, they just don't really get it and so they might be like get away from me they might butt the baby and so you do have to be there to kind of if it's your goat's first freshening the first time having babies you need to be there Mm -hmm. hopefully when she is gives birth because sometimes they can be mean to the babies and they don't want it um and so what we do when that happens is we try because sometimes they're just kind of all out of it, you know, especially if they had a harder labor. And then you kind of just keep taking the baby over and trying to. And sometimes the baby's dumb, too. And they're just like their brain cells. Have <laughs> I don't it, know like, how to nurse. Yeah. And they just don't know what they're doing. And so yeah. you have to take the baby over and put it on the mom and open its mouth. And it'll be like ah! with its tongue sticking out <laughs> and it's freaking out. It's so annoying. It's, yeah. And they're, then they're so cute, but so annoying. And then you just try to make them nurse. And then but you can. I think Sherry did it once for like, you did it forever that one time and it just didn't work. Yeah. And you know, and give it a valiant effort. I'll, I will, I'll even go to the lengths of tying a doe to the, like by with her collar and I'll get a, like a very short leash and I'll tie her to the fence after I know she's had food and drinks and stuff, but I'll tie her to the fence for a good 30 minutes and I'll just sit there with that baby because sometimes once the baby starts to nurse, it's almost like. The mom like is like, oh, oh, okay, that's my baby. baby. (laughs) That is mine. I do love it. And then the baby's like, oh, this is my mom. And I love to nurse. Okay, this is great. And you're like, thank you, God. Like, oh, what is happening? So dumb. I swear to God, they can be so dumb. But it's fine. We love them. But yeah, if, you know, but sometimes it doesn't work out. I had a pygmy, several pygmies actually, totally did not want anything to do with their kids. And it, I tried it for, you know, days. I would just be like, no, we're doing this. You are taking these babies. And then she's like, I, I'm not, though. I'm not. You're never convincing me that those little ugly things are mine. <laughs> and so, yeah, then I ended up bottle feeding two babies. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Good times. It, it's really not. It's, 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 it's adorable, but it is a shit ton of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're up hours during the night they're screaming all the time they don't want you to believe them because they're pretty sure you're their mother it's just yeah it's it's bad it's it can be really really hard you know but my kids love it I don't know yeah the and the again bottle feeding baby goats that makes them super personable they love you we've had um a button because when we used to show and we used to pull babies because you know we want their udders to be perfect and we we're just like selfish bitches they um <laughs> well in our defense we were not mothers ourselves though I we feel like that really changes you you're like what was I doing all yeah. those years taking those babies from I those know. moms um and we would have like a bunch in the kitchen and they clamor all over you and yeah. like you know it's yeah. just super fun so to have fun. like you know 10 baby goats like all over you you're just like yay <laughs> amazing my life's dream yeah so it is adorable and if you do have to bottle feed it's not the end of the world um and if you're like you know honestly you're too busy and stuff you can usually find somebody to bottle feed a baby goat that is willing to put in the time and effort so you know use your resources people definitely um so yeah anything else to add on goats and birthing i was trying not to get into too much traumatizing stories (laughs) we have Quite a few traumatizing stories. I mean, we have great stories too, though. I mean, I think we def- we definitely have more normal births than we've ever had traumatizing births by far. Yeah, and it's it's weird because it's almost like you have like super good years where everything goes so smoothly, and then you have just really crappy years where it just want it's just like think 
thing after thing goes wrong and it's just one of those years where you're just like okay like you know you lose babies you lose moms and it's just not a good year yeah and that you know it happens every once True in a while that, and it's always weird like you're like what is happening this year like I cannot like it's almost like you know and I don't want to analogy to a garden but you know in your garden how you have really good years where everything's like it's amazing and you feel like you're the best gardener in the world and you're like everybody look at my vegetables <laughs> and then you have like years where you're just like what the f is happening in my garden and like you know your plants hate you and you even go out and you sing to them and they're like f you that's my <laughs> you, kind of gardening you sing year. to your plants i do you don't <laughs> i don't know you should i well, i water them daily i just don't sing. i'm having a lot of issues this is off topic but the gophers don't want to share. They don't. I don't I don't think a gopher knows how to share. I'm just going to put that they out there. They don't know how so, to share. Yeah. It's rude. I say you get, I don't know. I've raised bed, Shana, like, with, with the I'm stuff on the having, bottom. It's, it's, how, it's I'm very defeated this year. It's how, to, how to do it. I went in yesterday and like some of my huge tomato plants that have all these lovely green tomatoes on them, they're all wilted and dying because obviously their roots have gotten eaten by said gophers. It's very, very... Very depressing. Oh, I'm sorry. That freaking sucks. Anyways, we're talking about goats, though. Um, so we said we're gonna hit on pigs. Oh, we did. We did say that, huh? Well, we better hit on pigs. Okay, so pigs. I don't know if anybody is familiar out there that's listening with pigs, but pigs. If you're just getting into it, they are hard, um, and for different reasons. But if you d- you need um, for baby pigs. And because the sows can get so big, the mommy pigs can get so big, uh, a lot of the times they can crush their babies. And they, they do that so often. So you need something that's called a um, a creep box. I like to call it creeper boxes. But <laughs> it's just basically like a wood box that has like a heat lamp and a little hole in it so the babies can get away from the mom and be warm still and safe. Because the moms are so huge and they just don't realize they're smothering their babies all the time. And they do that so often. And a lot of the times, I, I think it's like 43% of the time they will, they'll, they'll. That is a very large that's number. Almost, that's isn't almost that a crazy half. number? That's, that's almost half of the time they end up smothering their babies. And so you have to have these things because they just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. If it's the domesticated animals or what, but it just doesn't go well. Um, so you have to have certain things again with the, you know, having the sow in a separate area, having shavings and, um, depending on the year, a heat lamp and stuff like that, a uh, clean area. Uh, but when those babies are born, um, you know, and they have a lot, all the weaker ones, like you have to put in the 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 box right away. Um, obviously get them to nurse and get the colostrum and stuff like that. But then you need to like move them yourself and put them in the box until they're a little bit stronger to move around and to get um, to the mom to nurse and then back into the box so they are um, safe because those those weak ones they won't be able to get away from the mom until they're a little bit stronger so I um, we haven't personally we have some pigs but we haven't bred pigs but we've had friends that bred pigs and it just it never seems to go well <laughs> um, right yeah and it, they're just I think I think pigs are just hard just in general yeah. I, I, you know Again, I mean? we're not trying to talk you out of having pigs and breeding pigs, but you need no, to be I think, prepared well, and definitely, for said pigs. Yes. And definitely, you know, do your research just like you would with anything, but make sure you do a lot of research, get a lot of different opinions, because that way, like Shauna said, you're prepared because being unprepared with anything really freaking sucks, especially when it comes to animals. I mean, 
if you're not prepared and you had no idea that this pig needs this and these babies need this, I mean, you're going to have a really shit-tastic time with it, And um, unfortunately. And pigs can have goat milk, too. So if you have right. to pull any baby pigs in your which would be freaking adorable. I want to <laughs> bottle feed a baby pig. I, yeah, I, I did. And, it, you know, little piglet out there, carnitas. Carnitas. Yeah. So, and, you know, the thing with pigs, you know, we I, we have a potbelly pig and um, we have several. We've had several over the years. Okay. So, you know, you get this pig and she's adorable and you're like, why do I have dogs? I mean, I love my dogs, but like this pig is by far superior. She's smarter. She's cuter. Like what the heck? Like so adorable, right? And they're so intelligent. And they're not going to run away. You don't have to worry about them like chasing someone down and biting them. It's great, right? But then you slowly realize that your pig, unlike your dog, does not give an F if you think what she's doing is appropriate or not. Like, oh, you don't want me to open a refrigerator? I don't give an F. Oh, you don't want me to open the snack drawer? You don't want me to get into the pantry? No, that's too bad. I don't care what you think. You're, well, you know, your dog is like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I, I won't do it again. I'm easily trained and I want to please you. And your pig's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, screw you. So like, yeah. Maybe don't just, have your pig just, inside. Just, we did try to race her inside. Yeah. It didn't work well. It didn't work. She's asleep in the bed, you know, with us. And then she was sleeping in the kid's bed. And I remember Casey came over. <laughs> Hi, Casey, our fellow homesteader. She comes over. She's staying the night. And like, <laughs> she, she, all of a sudden she's like, Sherry, there's a pig in my bed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, just scoot her over a little bit. That's her bed. You're going to have to share and she's like and she and then I hear I hear the pig she's like wee you know because she doesn't want to be scooted over she's She's like like, um no excuse you my bed Casey's like Sherry she doesn't want to (laughs) move and she was so tiny at the time adorable adorable yeah but yeah pigs are great and super smart you know that you can train them and you know even the not just the pot bellies the um you know your your pigs your Coon whether coons, you, whatever yeah the coon coons whatever you have very very intelligent but again you know difficult so do your research and you know learn up because don't want to be surprised you know, it really helps to go and if you know of anybody that is breeding pigs you know go talk to them beforehand and get their ideas on how to make a box and there's obviously stuff online you can do and youtube videos and everything else but um you know, I would definitely learn from them. Like, like we said, we know a lot about goats. We wanted to hit on pigs just because we have a little bit of experience with them, not a ton like we do with goats. So we just wanted to let you guys know that it, it can be difficult. Um, and if you breed pigs and you're like, actually, it's super easy, we would love to hear your thoughts in the comments. So go ahead and comment below. Um, if you guys ever have any difficulties, if you know that you are having like a goat and you're worried about something and you have a question, we love answering questions. We love helping you guys out. Um, we are obviously here trying to spread knowledge so if you guys have anything or any questions we're not going to be like you know boo we don't care about you like well, <laughs> well we will answer you we're ignoring you yeah no we love answering questions love helping you all out and so just you know drop a comment below or you can always comment facebook or instagram our blog literally pretty much a lot of places mm-hmm. yeah um yes and i think that is all for did we cover everything about goats i don't want to cut us off too soon do you have anything else to add? Goats delivering mommy's babies? I mean, there are there is a lot. And, you know, like I said, again, do your research and stuff. Um, and like we just said, ask us questions. There's a lot that goes into it. And there's a lot of different 
scenarios that you might have questions about and I obviously we could not hit on all of those Mm -hmm. a lot of different things that could go wrong um, you know different birthing positions oh can I pull the baby if you know we only one leg is sticking out the answer is yes by the way and (laughs) you know a lot of different questions you might have that we couldn't cover in a 40 minute podcast episode so (laughs) definitely let us know um and the the other thing too that's important to be prepared obviously it especially if it's one of your first times having um you know a goat give birth or any animal give birth on your property having your ranch vet and then an and then an extra ranch vet that you might not be as familiar yes with. very good tip have their numbers in your phone yes programmed uh, in, yeah, your programmed phone, in like your phone ranch and vet, ready to you know, go the because name. and then um friends that have already been through it that yeah. you can call um or whatever also in there you know and then that way it's not like you have to look up numbers or whatever. If you're like, I can't get a hold of this vet, you can call the other vet. So have two in there um, and then have like a friend on, you know, speed dial so you can. I just dated myself. Speed dial. <laughs> just have them in your phone. <laughs> Under a contact. That's what she means. She's not old. Speed dial. Everybody remember that? Yeah, you do. Any younger younger people, they're like, like what? The? what? That's speed dial. What is she talking about? Is that something, something new? Something super cool that only <laughs> cool hip people know about. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So let us know. Do your research. And I guess yeah, that's it. That's it. We will talk to you all next time. Yeah. Happy homesteading. Thanks for stopping by. Bye.